You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Daniel San Angelo and Trey Harris. Bali Chalhobi. Bali Mangati Kali Maan. Mukti Degi Kali Maan. Kali Maan. Kali Maan. Kali Shakti De. Bali Chalhau Tere Aage. Sorry, Daniel. I'll just put that back in there neatly for you. It's fucking hard, man. You might want to... It's kind of dripping. Just don't want to get that on Jesse's carpet. But welcome, everybody, to Cult Rituals, Do-It-Yourself Cult Rituals, episode 87, also known as episode 60 of 80s Revisited. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. I'm the other, Daniel San Angelo. And with us, as always, is our personal uh, priest of Kali, Jesse Sedgley. Yup, and sexual, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Personal. Yeah. You just not telling me this? <laughs> we we could have been, you know, all of us. Why you? What's wrong with me? The true tripod. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> TMI. But uh, yeah, and keep in mind, this is the PG-rated Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom <laughs> BT dubs, which we'll get to in a little bit. Released May twenty third, nineteen eighty four. IMDb seven point six. What the fuck? Seventy nine percent. Uh, audience on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% critics. Critics liked it better than the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Estimated $28 million budget, opening 25.3, nearly made back its budget in one weekend. Uh, the domestic gross, $179.8 million. Worldwide, $333 million. I would call that a success. Mm, yeah, would you? It made, it made some money. That's small. It made a little bit. Uh, of course... Uh, now, of course, we're doing this first, and if you didn't pay attention at the end of last week, or you missed last week, shame on you, go download it and listen to it. But we're doing Temple of Doom before Raiders of the Lost Ark, because it is, in fact, a prequel sequel. It takes place before the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, if there's any confusion, that's why we're doing it first. It's directed by the great Steven Spielberg. Of course, he's done such films you might have heard of as Jaws, Saving Private Ryan, Munich, E.T., War Horrors. I've never heard of this man. You should check him out. I'll, I'll let you borrow some DVDs. Mm. Check it out. Uh, written, this one was written, written by Willard Hook and Gloria Katz. You might remember them from the podcast because they wrote Howard the Duck, Daniel's least favorite movie <laughs> ever made. Least, in a, huh? In a court, well, I would assume. Is there a movie you despise more than Howard the Duck, Daniel? Yes. Oh, really? Would you care to share or? Or are you gonna keep that to yourself? Big trouble, in little China. No, you said you you know <laughs> you you said on air that you liked it less than Big Trouble in Little China. I'm just keeping I'm just keeping you straight. No, nah, it's one of the worst, definitely. Uh, but they course, are close. I couldn't, on, I couldn't really say like the worst movie ever. So if you were in hell, what movie would be playing 24 seven? Off the top of your head, doesn't have to be your final answer. It'd probably be some bad chick flick. Like, like horrible one, that, like yeah. white chicks. I've actually I've watched that in a theater. 
Whoa, Whoa. get the fuck out of white, here right now. White, we are not mom. friends anymore. White chicks with my mom. It's a, it's a Wayne's. I like the Wayne's. Well, they, they're, yeah, they were funny in Scare Movie 1 and Scare Movie 2. Everything after Living that. Living Color. Oh, yeah. That, that was, again, that was before. I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah. Uh, Scare Movie 2. Speaking of white chicks, quick aside. I was playing, I think I was playing Last of Us, which I'll talk about at the end of this episode. But uh, my wife was looking on her Kindle, like, and it was like, uh, I think it was just BuzzFeed, and it was like the top 10 scariest mask in movie. I was like, oh, you know, I love Halloween. I love horror movies. Like, go those. I bet I can name, like, you know, most of them. Half of them I didn't know from some, like, foreign mm-hmm. horror films. But uh, all the classics were on there. Uh, Jason, Michael Myers. Uh, Michael Myers was actually number two. I said, that's uh, to me, that was the scariest one. No. The scariest mask in the history of film was the white chicks, <laughs> <laughs> which was really funny. So, end of aside, we'll never mention white chicks on this podcast again, <laughs> hopefully. Oh, it's a pretty horrible movie, yes. I've never seen it. <laughs> but it did the trailer scared me. Enough. Uh, get that off the screen. <laughs> Ooh, looks like uh, Paris Hilton and what's the other sister? They Paris look, and they is look it Nicole? Ugly. No. Not so much Paris, but the, old, the other Hilton sister, the older one. I forgot her name. Why would anyone Ooh. think that they're human? <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're Japanese robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something at Disneyland. That's anyway. Awful. But of course, uh, Temple of Doom is based on a story by George Lucas starring the absolutely great Harrison Ford as the one, the only, Indiana Jones. Of course, he was in such films as you might have heard of as well, like Star Wars, Star Wars Trilogy, The Fugitive, Presumed Innocent, and the upcoming, hopefully amazing, Ender's Game, because the book is phenomenal. And also starring Kate Capshaw as Willie Scott. Of course, after this movie, she became Mrs. Spielberg, which is her biggest starring role aside from roles in Black Rain and Space Camp, which I had a crush on her after watching Space Camp in the 80s. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Mm-mm. With uh, a pre-Joaquin Phoenix when he was called <laughs> Leaf Phoenix. Oh, really? Basically, plot five-second plot. They go to, Kids go to Space Camp. Friend, kid befriends a robot. Robot sends him into space. Mm. Now the kids are in space and got to get back. <laughs> but they got Kate Capshaw up there too and she's actually a brunette in that movie and she looks way better as a brunette my personal preference mm. uh, also starring an 80's uh, revisited alumni as Kehu Kwan as Short Round of course from the Goonies not too long ago uh, Amrish Puri was the villainous one of the greatest villains ever Mola Ram he was in Gandhi and he passed away in 2005 unfortunately uh, heart pulling just ripping people's hearts out of their chest just that's, that takes a toll on a body. Right. You can't do that consistently and you know, expect to live a long life. Um, a little switching the subject. Didn't Neil Armstrong die today? No, that was last a year ago. Oh, a year ago today. Yeah, my <laughs> wife posted. Did you see that one? My wife posted that? Uh-uh. Andrea told or Josh said something about it today, and I was like... Today's the anniversary yeah, of his okay. death. Okay. Because my wife posted that, I'm like, wait, I know, and I know yeah. I didn't dream that he was dead. Yeah, so it I'm made me confused like, with all of was a year like, ago. huh? Well, she, she said there was some other article about that NASA posted about him on the anniversary of his death, and it, but it linked it as, he's dead. Oh, it was like okay. a dumb and dumb. The first thing I thought of when I saw that was dumb and dumber. <laughs> My first reply to that comment wanted to be, we landed on the moon! <laughs> but I don't think anybody yeah, there you got go. it. Yeah. Neil Armstrong, that tweet causes confusion and goes viral. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, Been sorry dead. about that. No, no mm. problem. People like to hear stuff like that. Some people. Maybe not everybody, but... There's well, the studio moon landing video. What? <laughs> I'm just being... <laughs> Wait, the people they released that? The people that don't really believe it was the moon. Eh, it, that's, one, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, because it honestly... It, like, I could see that happening, but I don't think it happened. Mm-hmm. But I could see that being... It's a plausible... Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, uh, Loch Ness Monster, where... 
there's no real evidence Mermaids. aside from blurry pic yeah <laughs> or megalodon if you watch shark week and heard that rant it's <laughs> like a it's a, just with jfk like it's a plausible like oh that's it's possible although highly unlikely did you see that jfk gif where it shows the head being blown off and everything? you mean there's a pruder film I guess it was that one. Of course, the color thing, and you basically see his brain slide yeah. out of his head. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, this is a Pruder film. That was a, that was. I've never saw that. Oh, really? Like a couple of months ago. I was like, damn. damn. Really? I saw it like in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that. Not it, that <laughs> shot where it's like on level with the car. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. You see his wife go. Yeah. Down. And uh, well, that film became really prominent uh, again when J- Oliver Stone's JFK came out. Because mm. there's a whole big. If you've ever seen JFK, one of the biggest scenes in it is where he slows that down. And he's like back. And to the left, like five minutes, they show that scene slower, <laughs> and so he's like back and to the left. But it's just it's that that's exa- it's that exact shot and mm-hmm. pretty freaking graphic. Yes, and obviously looks like he was shot from the front. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Back and to the left. Just think of the yeah thought. You know, <laughs> what well, the, the thing that's scary yeah. about it is that you like you see it happen and she doesn't react at first. It's yes. like because <laughs> you know how fast it does happen in yeah. when real life, and she's just like oh shit, and then. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't seen JFK, check it out. It's one of Oliver Stone's better films, in my opinion. Where was oh, Russian Seth was Chatar Lai. He was also Dazlum in the Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie. What? One of my personal guilty pleasures. And mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd as a cameo. Did you catch it? Nope. He was Weber. He was the one talking to him when they were boarding. Uh, I forgot Chow Lin, whatever his name is, in the beginning's plane. He's like, nice try, Shang Kui, or. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm trying to find the name. Lao Che. And you close the door and yeah, you can tell. Lao Che Airlines, yeah. But that was Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> little, tight little cameo. No, we, I think we mentioned on here before, Dan, you've seen Raiders. You've seen yes. Last Crusade. And you might have seen bits and pieces of Temple of Doom. Is that correct? Or? No. Oh, you never, never saw anything it. of it. No. So, well, I've seen bits and pieces like a week before we actually... Yeah, because I know your wife posted yeah. on Facebook how she liked Indiana Jones's way of dealing with things. But having... You know, pretty. I guess so you, you really you kind of maybe knew a little bit what to expect based on Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. But in case, I'm sure you noticed that Temple of Doom's a little bit, a little darker. Yeah, a little bit. So, <laughs> what did you think of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? It, it was to me always kind of one of those. I may be getting totally off key here, where people liked the first one or the third one was most people's favorites, and it was the second one. Yeah, it was Temple of Doom, but uh. I really like Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, Wait, yeah. Goodness. Something awesome's about to happen. <laughs> I'm uh, glad to hear that. But, like, I didn't expect it to be that dark. Yeah. And Andrew was telling me, wasn't Lucas kind of going through some personal turmoil? Like, he was going to a divorce at that time or something? I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, I didn't research it, like, anything like but, that uh, about it. Anyway, yeah, I didn't, didn't expect the heart thing coming. The whole, the whole little scene where... Um, was our character Willie? Well, yeah, Willie. I was thinking Lily for some reason. Um, goes down and all that whole little shot where I thought that was really that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. <laughs> uh, short round, I, you know, I like him. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from Data or Data. Well, he's like such good lines in this movie. Like, <laughs> no time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> you call him Doctor Jones, lady. I love yeah, short round. Definitely. I'm glad they didn't bring him back. And like Last nah, Crusade or yeah, anything, yeah. Or, you know, but he, he was great for this movie. <laughs> he fit. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Really? Oh, there he is today. He looks like <laughs> some Japanese game designer. Yeah, exactly. 
He should, That's racist. He, <laughs> no, I mean, he, he looks like Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, and not recognize him. Yeah, you wouldn't. Like, no. That's like, you know, Data. Wait, that's supposed to be him too? I suppose. That, <laughs> that can't be. <laughs> he might be doing something overseas, you know. He must be at a Comic-Con or something. Based yeah. on the soulless looking everybody's. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't see us. We're just looking at pictures of. Of course, he goes by Jonathan K. Kwan now instead of K. Hui Kwan. Uh, so if you want to see what he looks like today, check it out. And actually, uh, we, talk, we did the Goonies a few weeks ago. But uh, on the DVD or the Blu-ray of the Goonies, there's a great behind-the-scenes thing where they kind of have like a then-and-now type thing where they're all kind of talking, which is really cool if you want to see how some of those kids that you that didn't play in Lord of the Rings look or, you know, make Ascension Millennium music video, how they look now. Yeah. Here's some info. He was stunt choreographer for X-Men and The One. So that's what he's up to nowadays. And The One, oh, with Jet Li and yeah. Jason Statham. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, that's Jesse's bag. Jason Statham. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> which is not a good movie, but you got some good fight scenes in there, especially for the fact that it's Jet Li fighting Jet Li. Right, so they did right. a good job of disguising it. He could have been fighting short round. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> mind blown! That movie's like ten times awesome, more awesome now. <laughs> Sweet. The, uh, the the bridge scene thing is really cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll get in after we when we get to Last Crusade, we'll go over like which one we like the best, and let's we'll save that discussion for that one. But uh, I agree absolutely with everything you said. Uh, I think Temple of Doom is kind of almost like the black sheep of the trilogy, I'd say. And again, trilogy, there is no part four that is an alternate reality that doesn't exist. (laughs) It's the Indiana Jones trilogy, FYI. Uh, Because, you know, Empire is kind of, and of course, you have to draw parallels to the Star Wars trilogy. I mean, Lucas, Ford, I mean, it's it's impossible. But, you know, Empire is kind of hailed as the darker one of the three. But yeah. mo- it tends to be most people's favorite, whereas Temple of Doom is such a broad, con- more, such so much more of a broad contrast between Raiders and Crusade. Almost the lightheartedness of the quest that they're going on, even though there's real danger. But this one's like, excuse me, you know, they're eating monkey brains, they're eating soup with eyeballs. Children are being imprisoned and starved to death. Uh, people are star, you know, the village is starving. Hearts are getting ripped out. People are getting eaten by alligators, and they are alligators if you check that, by the way, because. That shot was filmed in the Everglades, FYI. But the thing you got to remember about this, the, th- the important thing about this movie, though, too, yes, it's darker in tone, but this movie is the reason that we have a PG-13 rating. They originally wanted to rate this movie R, <laughs> or, and, but then it's like, it was a big debate, like, uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's graphic. I mean, look at it. It's de- Today it wouldn't be PG. It might not, this might even be R today, I'd, I'd say, stretch it by the standards of film. Uh, today, how it's kind of a little more seems a little more protective in a way, so to speak, to where uh, movies will get a straight R for you know one scene of violence, uh, as opposed to in the '80s. I mean, this movie, you know, Jaws, is eating people, chewing them up, blood's gushing everywhere. That's no, PG. It's PG with scenes of intense violence. You know, and it really, really which is honestly a, a super to me. It's really odd for the '80s because that's the decade that gave us Rambo, RoboCop. Arnold. Now, uh, granted, most of that stuff was rated R, but I mean, having somebody's heart ripped out of their chest is pretty freaking brutal. A little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, About that much. And then then being burned alive (laughs) right after it. You know, so, yeah, yet, but this was PG. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that my parents let me watch the shit out of this movie. (laughs) 
despite and, all that. And you turned out all right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, now I must say, this movie is responsible for my finishing move in, like, wrestling. Like, you know, wrestling with my brother, wrestling with my wife. My finishing move is the Kali Ma. And I will sit there and just push my hand into their chest and drive my <laughs> fingers into it. And, of course, I mean, if you, somebody does it, it does hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I, but the whole time, I, 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 I wrestle. I I WWE wrestle when when I play wrestle with my brother and my wife. I get pumped up and I'm like, Kalima. And that's when she's like, oh no, no, no. She tries to get away. I'll have her in the figure four. I'm like, no. And you're slowly, Kalima, bringing it towards her chest <laughs> until she screams. And then finally, I'll, I'll let her go. Known as the claw. Yeah. But it, to the me, claw. it's the Kalima. Jim Carrey's claw. <laughs> so, yeah, but thanks to this movie, we have a PG 13. And like I said, they didn't want to rate it R, but they didn't want to rate it PG. But they still ended up passing it as a PG movie. It wasn't the first PG-13 movie, but this was the one that caused, started this, it was a spark that lit the fire that led to the PG-13. Hmm. So, and deservedly so, because this is pretty brutal. Yeah. It's a very brutal movie. Especially coming from Raiders, because I mean... darkness. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the parts. Because <laughs> I mean, especially when you come from Raiders, I mean, there's some violence in Raiders. I mean, people are incinerated at the end by mm. the power of God. Uh, people are getting thrown under trucks, but it's not, it's a little more silly, I guess. Whereas this, he rips the heart out of the chest. Like, there's no, like, fatality. Right. Damn right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect sound clip for <laughs> Kano win. Fatality. They should have, like, a Mola Rom skin in Mortal Kombat, like the new one, when they do all the, the skins, skin pads. <laughs> so he rips the heart, heart out. Yeah. That would have been cool. Finish him. Mola Ram wins. <laughs> Indies would be just punches the shit out of him. No, he shoots real quick and walks away. Oh, yeah. he just shoots. <laughs> no, he turns. Yeah, <laughs> like when he did it, he turns like. Uh, well, did you notice? Of course, we're gonna get the Raiders next week. But did you notice in this one where the two guys jump out at the end when he's running to the bridge? They swing their swords and then he reaches for his gun. Like he like makes that little smirk and reaches for his gun and it's not there, <laughs> which is a reference to what he. Even though this happened, it takes. Yeah. You know, we're seeing it after we've seen Raiders. It takes place before. So that's almost like his, that is like his fatality. Like, oh yeah, swing your sword around, act like a badass. I'm going to pull my gun out and shoot you. Well, in this, in this one, it didn't quite work. Yeah, but like you said, uh, this movie, one, this is, it's, it's really hard for me to pick my favorite Indiana Jones, and we'll get into it later. But this is the one, I think more so than any of the other ones, well, maybe aside from Last Crusade, this is the movie that inspired Tomb Raider. Nathan and Nathan Drake by default because he's Dude Raider. Right. Because uh, this is the one <laughs> with Raider. a lot, you know, a lot of the boot. I mean, Raiders, Raiders, this had booby traps, whereas Raiders had, you know, it had the Well of Souls with the snakes, but I mean, then it was trying to get the arc safe. Where this one, you got the booby trap. Well, I take, I'm sorry, I'll move phrase that because somebody's probably screaming at their, at their car speakers or their iPod right now. Raiders had the booby traps in the beginning when they're going into the tomb and everything for the fertility yeah, goddess. Yeah. So it did have some, but this is, this is more like, I guess it's just, I guess I should say the look and the aesthetic of this game, I mean, game, this movie is more so what inspired a lot of tomb, the stuff you see in Tomb Raider and especially Uncharted 2, I would say, uh, with a lot more of the mystical elements added in as opposed to, uh, whereas uh, uh, Raiders and Last Crusade are much more Christian in their mythology, whereas this one is a little more, you know, random thuggy cold out in India that yeah. fucking cut your head off and put fingers on statues and shit. But uh, any other thoughts, main thoughts on the on the movie, Daniel, that you'd like to discuss? Any what? Any favorite parts, it's, or it? Okay, it's my favorite. If you could say leading lady out of the three, mm-hmm. I think the blonde on Crusade is 
the hottest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but no, I think no argument there. She would be the one I'd want to. No, oh. take murder, marry, fuck. There Wait, is go. that it? There you go. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Murder, marry, be, fuck. Yeah, that would be the one I'd want to marry. Kate Capshaw. Yeah, fuck. Allison Duty and yeah. murder Karen Allen. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and it works out well. <laughs> I also say fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> I don't know the correct. It's all the same. acronym of the order. <laughs> anyway, good to know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else we've done. Um, where there were three different actresses. Yeah. Ooh. I was gonna say Star Wars, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's... Okay, Lord of the Rings. While we're on the subject, Lord of the Rings. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> there's a lot of there's some women in there. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a third one. <laughs> Because I know two. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Gladriel, Arwen, and the uh, Eowyn. Eowyn? Or something like that. Um, as their characters or as the actresses? Yeah, that's a good point. Because <laughs> mine would change if you're doing it based yep. on the actual person. Actual person. Oh, no. Oh, let's keep it with the theme of Indiana Jones. Actual, actual character. Oh, character. Okay, well, let's do character instead. Because that would change for me, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll I, do both. Fuck it. I guess, podcast. <laughs> I, I guess I would like to, I would marry uh, Aomir or whatever, Aowen, whatever her name was. Yeah. Um, I'd like to screw Galadriel. <laughs> huh. And murder Arwen. Yeah, but I don't mind Arwen. That's the only bad thing. I wouldn't want to k- kill any of them, really. In real life, I would want to kill Kate Blanchett. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She seems like the biggest Fatality. bitch in real life. <laughs> 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 I just the thing is like I don't think uh, Tyler Liv Tyler is I don't think she's unattractive but the thing is she looks so damn much like her father that the whole time <laughs> you know I, I, You're gonna I, I be would have to put a bag on her head <laughs> so, otherwise I, I look, it, it, I'm trying to think of a movie where that happened like where somebody kept looking at somebody and it, they keep seeing somebody else in a sense like Kingpin every time he looks around or somebody sees the manager doing the right right <laughs> You know, it's like, I look at her like, oh, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. And then like, yeah, I'll give it a pop in the middle right now. Would you, like, feel, would you feel awkward if, if like, you're single? This is all you're single. Yeah, huh? yeah, of course. And, you, and, a, and you're banging Liv Tyler, and she asks you to sing one of her father's songs. <laughs> I'd be like, baby, maybe you should sing. <laughs> She's like, no, it's not going to happen unless you sing something. I'd be like, remember that time, you know, I'm, act, I'm acting out the situation here. I guess I shouldn't do that because we're on a podcast. Uh, you know, remember that, in that music video where you were singing your dad's song and they kept like showing scenes of you and him like singing? You know, you should sing. <laughs> She's like, no. If you yeah. sing, it no. <laughs> right, right, right then she puts her pants <laughs> no. back on a little. <laughs> no, I, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'll sing. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> But I'd have to sing because I'd be singing Steven Tyler. <laughs> I mean, she like she takes after her father like, yeah, a lot. Like it's uncant. Like she looks like his sister more than his his daughter. <laughs> like they don't look. I mean, they look related, but I mean, they look more related than a child looks like. Almost like she just like Steven Tyler is uh, asexual and just you know fertilized an egg himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and she came out. I don't know. This is getting weird. Anyway, <laughs> back to Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was going to try to think of three chicks in Star Wars, but there's pretty much... You have to go include prequel trilogy, I guess, to right. do that, and we don't like to do that. I like to mix them. So we'll get on with it. But uh, interesting things about this movie. Uh, Sharon Stone was actually the first choice before Kate Capshaw. 
We're talking 80 Sharon Stone, so the good Sharon Stone. Mm. You know, like the uh, maybe the prime rib, prime rib Sharon Stone. Kate Cashaw's pretty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but she's not. She's no Sharon Stone, to quote. She just seems Matthew like Lillard she, she seems like she would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she's pretty, yeah. but she's not <laughs> not in that picture. No, 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 Karen Allen looks uh, better Karen than her right there. there. Could just be a bad picture. Yeah. They're all bad pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh, the rope bridge during the final scene. You know, classic. Wow. <laughs> you saw that picture? It was a really distracting picture where Steven Spielberg's pointing and they just caught her making the most Ugly disgusting face, face ever. Hmm. Somebody, somebody out there who's web savvy should make a picture like, you know, awkward celebrity faces. Who's with them on that picture? Look like, is that Linda Hamilton? Oh, well, that's their daughter. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Daughter's pretty. <laughs> but is that yeah, I mean, his daughter, his and her daughter, yeah. or maybe her daughter from said stepdaughter of Steven Spielberg? Yeah. She's prettier than her mom. What's she been in? A whole bunch of Steven Spielberg shit. Wait, I saw one of Tom guessing. Cruise was the lead. Oh, oh, no, what oh, the heck? Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I'm trying to remember her in that movie. Maybe she was... Grey's Anatomy. Oh, L no, word. I remember her now. Who oh. was she in the... I don't, I don't care. Fuck her. I don't yeah. watch it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> but, Fuck uh, Mary Killer. The uh, the bridge was a, was actually a couple hundred feet uh, across a gorge in Sri Lanka, I believe. And Steven Spielberg's terrified of heights, which, I mean, most people are, you know, have some fear of heights regardless. And he would, even, he would not even go over the bridge. He had to, like, actually walk around to get to the crew on the other side when they were shooting different scenes. Harrison Ford didn't give a shit and he would run across at full speed and just... <laughs> so, he really is Indiana Jones. All right. I'm sure if it did break, he would do exactly what he did in the movie and just be like, Steven, you need to fix the bridge. Or he'd probably just say, hey, hand me a rope and then he'd climb back down. And do some, or just whip it. <clears throat> whip it good. Whip. He's in, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, although it's never mentioned in the movie, Willie's full name is Wilhelmina. FYI. That's right. So you know, and uh, the reason the Howard and the Howard the Duck crew was writing this movie is because Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Raiders and also Empire and Jedi, uh, he was actually busy um, doing something. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> he was doing uh, something. I guess I didn't write, write the full note down. So fuck it. He was just busy he as hell. Busy. <laughs> uh, and I can't remember if we mentioned this in the Goonies mm-hmm. or not, but an open casting call was put out to elementary schools to find. The, the kid to play short round. Of course, they needed an Asian kid because that's the character. But uh, K- when <laughs> Kehoe Kwanko showed up, he was actually there because his brother was auditioning. But his brother kept just not doing what the casting people were asking. So he kept saying, like, no, you need to do this, do this, do this. I'm just, I'm not imitating him. I'm just doing that. So, you know, I'm referring to somebody other than myself as talking. But, uh, and they're like, hey, why don't you come audition? And he got the part and his brother didn't. So I wonder if there's any. His yeah. brother, like, sits at home carving pictures of him like break and burn or something voodoo something like Asian voodoo yeah. hey, some people but, uh, got it some people don't and uh, in the scene where uh, Harrison Ford is being attacked in this uh, room right after the kind of innuendo like oh you're not going to come over here and fuck me oh well, you're not going to go over here and fuck me and they're like in their room like pacing talking and he gets attacked <laughs> by the thuggy dude I don't remember uh, that dialogue I'm just summing it up <laughs> it, it was PG so well they, they could have said it if they wanted to it wouldn't matter but uh he herniated his back in that scene. So after that scene, a lot of a lot of the stuff is heavily filmed with a stunt double. Mm. Uh, 
which I mean, of course you can see a couple times where it is him, and when it's or when it's not him, I should say, with the many uh, stunts that are going on. But uh, a lot of the work in the fights and the chases in Temple of Doom are actually a stuntman who goes by the name of Vic Armstrong. Hmm. FYI, which you can see a couple times. Uh, and then uh, all the scenes involving the rope bridge were filmed in three different continents, which is why I mentioned there are alligators in India in this movie instead of crocodiles, which I don't know. Maybe alligators are indigenous to India as well. I would assume not, but mm, I really not. don't think they are. Anyway, but uh, just so you know, the entire bridge itself was in Sri Lanka, as I mentioned before, and that's the same where he cuts the bridge where that was filmed. Where it's hanging on the side of the cliff, that was actually done in studio in London, and the alligators that are eating everybody was actually filmed Oh, in China. Alligators are native to the United States and China. Well, this wasn't China, so... Anyway, there are alligators in India <laughs> in this movie, which is not a... I'm not going to call it on that, because that's just what they had. I guess they couldn't get crocodiles in a natural environment to do anything, but that scene was filmed in the Everglades. So that one sequence, three different continents. What goes together? Seamlessly. Hmm. And uh, during the sacrifice, Mullah Ram chants in Hindi... Uh, imploring Kali Ma Shakti Day, which is actually, in English, that means spiritual power of Mother Kali. So that's what you're actually saying when, or I'm actually saying when I'm doing my wrestling finishing move. It's <laughs> asking for the spiritual power of Mother Kali. Uh, and the sound effect in the opening sequence on the plane with that falling engine sound effect, uh, when uh, they're kind of going, when they're starting it and it's going down, that's the same sound effect when Han Solo's Millennium Falcon fails to start an empire. That well, I can't imitate it because I'm not a machine. I'm not Michael Winslow <laughs> for Police Academy. So it's that you know machine sound failing. Same sound effect in Empire Strikes Back, which is the second Star Wars movie used in the second Indiana Jones movie. So hmm. there you go. So any final thoughts on Temple of Doom before we get into the wrap up? I don't really want to discuss it because I don't like you. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't okay. really want to discuss it until we get to the end. Yeah. Because I would like to. Yeah, compare and contrast. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's do our scores real quick. What would you give this? What would you give Temple of Doom? Should or, I give a score? You want to, want to hold all of our scores till? Yeah. Yeah. We will not give scores until we go over Last Crusade. All right. But in the real world, again, this released May 23rd, 1984. On May 31st, eight days later, six inmates, including some dudes I couldn't find any information on why they did, but anyway, their names were James and Linwood Briley. They escaped from Death Row Facility, a Death Row Facility, in Mecklenburg, California. I'm sorry, Mecklenburg Correctional Center. This was the only time this has ever happened in the United States where somebody escaped from Death Row. Wow. Hmm. So hmm. I assume they got caught. I clicked on the link in Wikipedia and nothing came up about it. So, but if they're still out there, we'll find you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that brings us to sports rewind. Get out my trusty <laughs> sheet of paper. I didn't know it was a quick run into it. You normally have more things than just yeah, the one no. in the world. Slow, slow week in history. Again, like you just said, Raiders. Oh, not Raiders. Temple of Doom came out May 23rd, 1984. I was about to come out of my mother's vagina four days later. Thanks for that image. Mm. Just, just want to tell you. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> oh, I can't continue. <laughs> heard that song in forever i know really <laughs> i did recently have a good heart to heart quote unquote with trey's mom uh, i heard about it who sings this uh lonely island <laughs> <laughs> 
on May 20th of that year. You're on it today with it. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. Uh, Props our producer. Yeah. <laughs> Boston had a pitcher by the name of Roger Clemens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat the Twins 5-4 to four for his very first victory. Oh, really? Yeah. He went on to play 24 seasons in the major leagues. Long-ass time for a pitcher. I mean, pitchers will pitch a while, but... But he, then he ended up having 354 wins, you know, 4,672 strikes out, which is the third most all time. But he became a kind of a asterisk by his name because he was part of the whole steroid HGH controversy. Um, he was one of the first ones. I want he's to say one of the he, early ones, yeah. Because yeah. I remember um, that. I was like, with him and McGuire and, and Sosa and Palmero. He denying it like I've never done it you know in front of a jury yeah Palmero saying all this and then, yeah yeah I did eventually <laughs> yeah I got called I wouldn't just do things just doing them. I mean, yeah I'm putting <laughs> doing the uh, Chappelle show thing but anyway on the 20th was his very first victory interesting I had several when I collect of course I told mm-hmm. the story when I collected baseball cards briefly I had like several he was a good pitcher Roger Clemens he was Definitely. great yeah. he was a good player but now him and I guess A Rod's the latest one to oh, be in that shame. hall of shame. Yeah. But anyway, don't really care about baseball. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> that was sports rewind. And uh, this week's Back to the Future. Uh, real quick, uh, brief review of Kickass Two. Jesse, did you see it yet? Or no, not yet. Okay, I'll keep it spoiler free. Uh, if you like the first one, you like the second one. It good. was good. It was, really it was a good sequel. Jim Carrey, I wish I would like a movie with just him and that as that character, a solo movie. Mm. Uh, but it's it's there's there's some shocking scenes in it. I mean, like not mm. so much like <gasps> like uh, I'm trying to think, not like uh, DiCaprio getting his head blown off in the end of The Departed out of nowhere. <laughs> Spoilers! Oh I'm shit! Kidding. Spoiler! <laughs> on a movie that's seven years old yeah, or something. No. Uh, have you seen The Departed? <laughs> I forgot. He's in here. Me? Yeah. Watching in the theater, bitch. Okay, I'm just making sure, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. not an '80s movie. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, like to where, like, I mean, when I that when I happened in the part, I was like, wait, what the hell? What? <laughs> like, okay, rewind. Oh, sh- that, okay. Could have used like an '80s movie though. I, well, could have. Like, but you know, I, Darth Vader reveal. Oh yeah, because he's seen that. I don't want to say something he might not have seen. I figured he's seen a modern movie, but uh, there were some parts where just like, not like that, but more so like shocking, as in uh, gra- how graphic they were. Oh, like okay. uh, like the fly for me yeah. when I watched it. Yeah, in a sense, like there's some parts where you're just like, oh my god. And there, there's one, I'm not going to spoil it, uh, but there's one thing where it's just like I'm watching, like they really didn't need to show that. Hmm. But you, when you're seeing it, you'll know the scene I'm talking about. It's mm. it's funny, but it's, at the same time, it's like okay, I think they went just a about maybe, maybe two seconds s- of footage too far. Something going in the ass or something. Hey, <laughs> that's the stuff I like. That, yeah, Jimbo would say, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, if you like the first one, you like the second one. It's well acted, well directed. Uh, again, Jim Carrey is phenomenal as Captain Stars and Stripes. Uh, and I think there was one other point I wanted to make, but fuck it, I can't remember it. Anyway, uh, let's see. That brings us to the end of the episode. So, but of course, if you like this, if you like this podcast, there are other ones on the Awesome Podcast Network. The family has grown. Of course, there's still Geekly Dose going strong. Uh, Tim and Steven still recording episodes. Even though Steven is across the country, these guys are getting you all your Geekly news coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Daniel, there's another one that you normally talk about. 
if you still like to. It's called Duo Attack, and it's any and everything hero clicks. Um, these guys are, from what I guess, really good players, so they know what they're talking Mainly about. Mainly Jesse and Justin. If um, yeah, we are right. <laughs> uh huh. As I look at that back cave up there, if you need yeah. any information, if you want to, with the Hulk in there. <laughs> they normally will talk about new sets coming out, and things like that, or strategies. Yeah, they're your men if you want to do that. So. Yep. And Jesse, there's also another new one that you do that's on its second episode. Yeah, it's called Why Don't You Know This? It's a trivia podcast. Uh, Twenty four questions asked to you. You answer them. It's that easy. It's like fifteen minutes long. We listened to, I think we talked about it at the end of last, or during last episode, and me and Daniel listened to it on the way, and we did all right. We didn't keep score, but we, uh, we know, I know we got more than six. I think we got over half. That's I good. So. Mm. We didn't do too bad. Yeah, there's a couple of advanced questions yes. in there. Because the last so six, we got every one of them, so I yeah. know. We, we at least had to get two in the other we ones. We did. Yeah. I can't remember which good one. for you guys. I know it was like a skyscraper one. First skyscraper. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. like there was a year a Corvette was released or something. Yeah. Like those are the ones like we're just like, uh, 1950 something. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it, it's fun. And like you learn something out of it, which makes it really cool. Yeah. So check those out. Uh, and also be looking for another one from the dudes over at Geekly Dose. Uh, I'll tease just that little bit for you. So look out for that one coming soon, hopefully. And next week we will continue the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yes, trilogy. Don't correct me. With the first, the next one chronologically in the character's history, which would, of course, would be the first one released historically. <laughs> I'll try to think of the word to you. Yeah. Uh, yes, that works. The first one released in theaters, which was, of course, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So until next week, I am Trey Harris. I'm Daniel San Angelo. Jesse Sedgley. Kawakalima! Speak. On Facebook.com slash AwesomePods. And follow us on Twitter at AwesomePods.